welcome to Bible Bitches. I'm here with the one Sarah E. Hoff. I am Sarah E. Hoff. Well, you can't say it like that. That's so dramatic. <laughs> so is it too dramatic? No, it's it's the right amount. It's the right amount. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm policing your level of drama. Yes, please don't. The E in Sarah's name stands for excitement. <laughs> it does. Yes. Entertainment. <laughs> Sarah Entertainment Hoff. <laughs> That's who I am. Yes. And I'm here with Laura A. Barclay. Yes. The A is for awesome. Is it? I've been told. It's my birth name. Are we sure it's not? I was going to say ass candy, but it's supposed to be candy ass. (laughs) Candy (laughs) ass. Are you sure it's not for ass clown? Yes, it actually is. JK. Unfortunately. But I'm trying to rebrand. That was a mean joke. I'm sorry. I'm trying to rebrand to awesome from ass candy. You're going to have to get that tattoo removed off your ass. <sighs> it was a big it's one. It's going to be a pain in my ass. But I'm bumped. But I'm Cool. <laughs> We're doing bear attacks in the Bible today. Sarah, did you bring bear claw pastries to celebrate the occasion? I mean, this is the first time I've heard that I'm supposed to bring bear cloths <laughs> or any any bear-related uh, items to this. What about berries? I mean, you know that I hate fruit. <laughs> <laughs> I would have brought a teddy bear. Aw, that would have been very cute. So very oh. cute. Did you say very cute? <gasps> no. You didn't. I'm mad at myself. Oh. I'm so mad oh. at myself. I'm such an ass candy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving all of this in. Yes, good. Okay, anyways. Okay. Um, we can't promise we won't do more dad jokes. Actually, I'm pretty sure this whole thing is dad jokes, but, <laughs> you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, if I have anything to do with it, it definitely will be. It's on brand. So, yeah. So, bears are in the Bible a lot, and we're going to talk about different verses, um, where they are, and why they are, and who they attack. So, be on guard. Okay, so I think it's helpful to categorize some of these mentions. It's not all actual attacking bears. There are some metaphors and similes here. For instance, in 2 Samuel 17.8, a man named Hushai is discussing battle strategy with Absalom, who is at war with his father, King David. Hushai states, You know your father and his men. They are fighters and as fierce as a wild bear robbed of her cubs. Besides, your father is an experienced fighter. He will not spend the night with the troops. So King David is seen here as a fierce fighter, like a mama bear. Similarly, in Hosea 13.8, a very angry book about the judgment of Israel, Ephraim is saying that God will treat Israel, quote, like a bear robbed of her cubs. I will attack them and rip them open. Like a lion, I will devour them. A wild animal will tear them apart. Rough stuff. So bears are fierce and vicious and meant to inspire fear and judgment. I like Isaiah 59 11. It's a passage of lament and the people are suffering from injustice. The passage states, we all growl like bears. We moan mournfully like doves. We look for justice, but find none for deliverance, but it is far away. Sarah, when you're sad or angry, do you growl like a bear? <laughs> I just scream a lot in my car. <laughs> uh I can't believe that like nobody's called the cops on this like crazy lady in the car, like on I like on sixty five, just going north, being like. 
Nice. Mm -hmm. yeah. I would suggest that you get props for that. You know, like uh, Alka-Seltzer. Just start frothing. Yeah, I should. I should really go hard with it. Go hard. Yeah. Yeah. I, I might do like a neti pot and just like put that shit up my nose. And then just like when I scream, just let the water come out my mouth. You know what's just going to happen is just like snot's going to come out and you're going to end up swallowing it. Yeah, but if I cannot cough and just dead ass look someone in the face, I think I think it's a power move. Probably. Yeah. Also, if you swallow it, it's probably good for your digestion. Probably. It's good for your gut biome. Yeah, that's fine. It's, it's all fine. Gross. Super gross. Yes. <laughs> um, anyways. Um, Amos 519 is another passage of lament and judgment. The verse states, it is though a man fled from a lion only to meet a bear, as though he entered his house and rested his hands on the wall only to have a snake bite him. It's kind of like an ancient version of Alanis Morissette's ironic <laughs> in that there's no actual irony happening. It's just a really shitty day. <laughs> mm, that is true. I've, I'm always leaning against walls and having snakes bite me. It's rude. <laughs> it is. You know, you're like... You're like, you've come into my space. Yeah. Like, you're fine out there. Yeah. Live Rude. and let live. Okay, <laughs> moving on from metaphors and similes, we have some Proverbs. Proverbs 17.12 states that it is better to meet a bear robbed of her cubs than a fool bent on folly. I don't know. I've seen The Revenant, and Leonardo DiCaprio does not fare too well against a mama bear. I mean, mama bear is a stereotype for a reason, let's be honest. Yeah. You know. Some, are, some stereotypes are accurate, and this is one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we may need to have a conversation about deconstructing the stereotype. We don't want to, you know, cultural appropriation and things of like bear. that of yes. the bears. Yes. Yeah, exactly. of the mama's bears. Yes. Um, anyways, we also have Proverbs twenty-eight fifteen: Like a roaring lion or a charging bear is a wicked ruler over a helpless people. Which is like, that's powerful. Yeah, yeah. I like that's, that. That's true. Yeah, solid. You should get that tattooed on you. I already do. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> yep. I really like the next few verses. Job 9, verses 8 through 9 states, God alone stretched out the heavens and trampled the waves of the sea. God made the bear and Orion, the Pleiades and the chambers of the south, meaning the star constellation, probably Ursa Major. The same references come up later in Job 38, 31 through 33. Can you bind the chains of the Pleiades or loose the cords of Orion? Can you lead forth the Maseroth in their season? Or can you guide the bear with its children? Do you know the ordinances of the heavens? Can you establish their rule on the earth? I really like thinking that ancient people were looking up at the stars and asking the same existentially large questions that we do. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's comforting. Also maybe depressing yeah. that we're all here asking the same question thousands and thousands of years later. <laughs> cool. We still have no more answers. Mm -mm. Um. And so, anyways, whatever. We're just going to get into some weirder references, yes. which I feel like uh, we and our listeners love. Mm -hmm. um, and we got them. We got some weird shit. We, that's, we're just serving it, serving it hot, <laughs> hot and ready, just like Little Caesars. <laughs> um, and that's right. First up, we have 1 Samuel uh, chapter 17, verses 32 through 37. David is talking to King Saul about going to fight the giant Goliath who is the Philistine they are discussing. David said to Saul, Let no one's heart fail because of him. Your servant will go and fight with this Philistine, meaning Goliath. 
Saul said to King David, You are not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for you are just a boy, and he has been a warrior from his youth. But David says to Saul, Your servant used to keep sheep for his father, and whenever a lion or a bear came and took a lamb from the flock, I went after it and struck it down, rescuing the lamb from its mouth. And if it turned against me, I would catch it by the jaw, strike it down, and kill it. Your servant has killed both lions and bears, and this uncircumcised Philistine shall be like one of them, since he has defied the armies of the living God. David said, The Lord, who saved me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear, will save me from the hand of this Philistine. So King Saul said to David, Go, and may the Lord be with you. So here David is giving his credentials, right, for fighting Goliath. He caught a bear by the jaw and struck it down, which is wild. Like, I would love to know how he did he under under the jaw did he just go hauling into like the teeth and he just jammed down the jaw and the maw the jaw just and the maw it. yeah just grab seems it. yeah seems like a, a bad like it seems like a bad place to grab somebody by yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't do that with the bear if it were me <laughs> just me fighting a bear yeah. i mean just in, in your own estimation in my own estimation i would not go for the mouth <laughs> anyways <laughs> Anyways, I think the gnarliest verse is uh, 2 Kings chapter 2. Elisha, Elijah, is taken up to heaven in a chariot of fire, and his successors, the prophet Elisha, is left to carry on without him. So Elisha performs some miracles, parts the Jordan River, purifies some water, and then something truly weird and disturbing happens. That's right. 2 Kings chapter 2, verses 23 through 25 states, Elisha went up from there to Bethel, And while he was going up on the ways, some small boys came out of the city and jeered at him, saying, Go away, baldhead! Go away, baldhead! When he turned around and saw them, he cursed them in the name of the Lord. Then two she-bears came out of the woods and bawled 42 of the boys. From there, he went on to Mount Carmel and then returned to Samaria. (laughs) Go away, baldhead! Go away, baldhead! (laughs) This is in the Bible. (laughs) But, like, are they talking... Do they... Is is it that they know... (laughs) Oh, truthfully, is it that they know he's circumcised, and or is it, or is it that he, he's really just a bald, the tip. just a bald man? <laughs> um, right, and that and that this happens, and then he just goes on about his journey. He's like, and then I went on to <laughs> Mount Carmel, whatever. Um, well, according to the Oxford Bible Commentary, Elisha would have been wearing his hair in a style called a tonsure, um, where he had shaved the top of his head off. Uh, and then like the, the hair, and then so, and then there's hair around the side. So think like Middle Ages monk. Like wait, so legit like the monk, um, like the the guy, like the monk guy um, from uh, the cartoon version of Robin Hood. Yes, correct. Wh- where it's just like a, just, it's just yeah, like a circle, just a band of hair around his head. Yes, exactly. Um, so he would have stood out with that haircut as a prophet and it was apparently a frequent experience for prophets to get mocked i mean i guess <laughs> yeah for being a prophet or for the haircut i'm gonna leave that to you to decide uh per- so perhaps it's a cautionary tale about mocking prophets or bullying in general so was there a utilitarian purpose to having their ha- hair like that or was it just a style like they were like this looks fire this <laughs> I really hope it's that they thought it looked fire. Like I feel like I feel like it was probably something to be set apart. Like, look, I'm a prophet. You can tell by my hair. Um, but yeah, that's that's a look. 
I would really like to see somebody who has a lot of hair after like not just like like on a five day where it's coming in. They need to shave it back, but they've just got this like little tiny bit of hair and then just this like crap like this. Right. It's like a reverse mullet. It's a reverse mullet. <laughs> it sounds amazing. It sounds. I want to see that. I. Do you think we can talk Ryan into that? Triple dog. I will triple dog dare him to do it. I mean, I will too. Yes. We need to give him like monetary incentive for him to actually do it. Yes, correct. I don't have that. I don't either. <laughs> so, dear listeners, that's why you should donate to our Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> so we can play pranks on Laura's husband. Yes. <laughs> um, bears appear uh, in a lot of apocalyptic imagery as well. In the book of Daniel, chapter 7, Daniel is having a vision of four beasts. In verse 5, he states, And there before me was a second beast, which looked like a bear. It raised up on one of its sides and had three ribs in its mouth between its teeth. It was told, Get up and eat your fill of flesh. <laughs> That's quite the dream. Like, lay off the shrooms, Daniel. All right. Um, And then in the book of Revelation, chapter 13, verse 2, we see another bear. Oxford Bible Commentary notes, this scene harkens back to that dream from Daniel, um, Daniel's dream of the four beasts. But this time, it's John's vision. And he states, the beast I saw resembled a leopard, but had feet like those of a bear and a mouth like that of a lion. The dragon gave the beast his power and his throne and great authority. The Oxford Bible Commentary goes on to state, um, and you know, about how the terrifying imagery is discussing Rome's imperial force, but that there will be a reckoning one day. Yeah, so um, essentially like bears in the Bible are seen as ferocious, not to be messed with, and um, that like lends themselves really well to metaphors, threats, and apocalyptic language. Um, what I do like about these different takes is that a lot of them are mama bears which like yeah. i'm just gonna i'm just gonna choose to see a feminist t- retelling of that where mm-hmm. like you know um in some way women female bears mama bears are seen mm-hmm. as these power of, like they're the ones who are like top tier don't mess with them don't fuck with a mama bear because she will tell, tear you to shreds yes i like it um also yeah i think it's it's really nice to get in there like what's going on in the minds of you know, people back in the day, like their references weren't pop culture necessarily. They were, you know, agrarian. Like these bears come in and try to get your shit or they try to kill you. And that's their that's their references. So it's bears and lions and, and the real threat of the day. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they were living off the land. They weren't so insulated right. <laughs> as we are now. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> they didn't have things like heat. And yes. fresh water. Exactly. That's that would have been a little too sus at the time. Like, what is this? That would have been magic. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Anyways, it's fun. Yeah. I like bear attacks. It was fun. Yeah. This was a good time. Yeah. Um, well, if you want to find out more about us, you can go to our website, BibleBitchesPodcast.com, and donate to our Patreon on there. Um, you can find us at iCloud on or SoundCloud, iTunes, <laughs> Stitcher, all all those all places, them. all of them. Um, and then we'd like to thank uh, Miss Eves uh, for doing the intro and outro music. You can find her on Twitter at Yo Eves. Um, anybody else for us to do a shout out to? Um, you can also find us on Instagram at Bible Bitches Podcast. Did you say that? 
No, but that's exactly where you can find us. You can also find us on Twitter if it's still a thing at this point, um, <laughs> at Bible Bitches. And I think that's all. And we'll see you next time. Next time. Bye. Bye. Rawr. <laughs> Thank you.